What's up, y'all? Welcome to Catch These Vibes. My name is Charmini. This is not going to be a 90s episode. I want to put or continue that series next week. Obviously, I have not put out new episodes for the past two weeks. So, I wanted to get this get in episode out this week but I just wasn't able to um it's not that I wasn't able to I just didn't you know I honestly I feel like I was just a little burnt out I think I had a little was going through a little burnout so and plus I just been busy with a lot of stuff going on so the week of May 19th I went to Vegas with my mom for a couple of days for her birthday. We went to the Jabawaki show and it was super, super fun. And it's about four hours away. So I did drive home and I was planning. I, I mean, not really planning, but I did kind of have it in my mind that I wanted to attempt to do an episode when I got back but it just didn't happen it just really didn't happen and I wasn't like gonna even try to force it because I just wasn't I just wasn't feeling like it I really wasn't um so I did some packing and just I don't even remember what I did that that Friday I think I had to do do some errands because my mom had a birthday the next day actually that oh yeah that's what happened okay okay I remember so that Friday we drove back got back around four or something I picked up my son and then we went and got some Mexican pizzas I remember I remember like it was yesterday now because that was that week they brought back the Mexican pizza and I was craving it I didn't I kind of when we was in Vegas um I didn't have opportunity to get any Taco Bell. I was just kind of trying different places. And my mom is not really like a Taco Bell type of person. She don't really like Taco Bell like that. I mean, occasionally she'll eat it, but not like not like I'll be, be eating it. I mean, I haven't had it in a while because my go-to was Mexican pizza. And they haven't had that for over a year. So I had to get it. And I had got it that Friday. And then I think for the rest of the day, I just watched TV and chilled, I guess, and probably packed up some stuff. And then the next day we had a pool party. So we was preparing for that. And, and you know, of course, that lasted until the night. And then Sunday, Sunday I had my tattoo removal session. It was my second treatment. So I'm getting tattoos removed and I have to do it. Um, have treatments every 12 weeks. So I had my first treatment in March and then so I just had my second one that Sunday, the 22nd. And it was, it went well. Um, I, I feel like I am starting to little, see a little bit of progress, but not really. I mean, I have, I, I think they said, no, they said, I know they said that it will be about 13 sessions. So 
but we'll see how how it goes. But yeah, I haven't really talked about that as that much, I guess. But that was, I mean, I, I don't think I said anything about it on the podcast because I haven't really been talking about myself lately. So y'all don't really even know what's really going on in my life. Like, like I used to let y'all in on. So, I mean, I guess I could tell y'all a little bit more stuff this episode since it's been so, so long since I've done that. But yeah, so I had my tattoo removal session that day. And then I had to take my son and get his haircut after that. And then I went with my mom to her photo shoot for her birthday pictures. And then after that, it was like, you know, nighttime. So I had to get ready for work the next day and start my week. So I can't even, I don't even know, like, I could have probably recorded something last week for this week but again I didn't I didn't do it I was I didn't get to it so it is what it is I ain't making no excuses I hope y'all um aren't too disappointed or upset with me for not providing an episode last week and and it's the 90s episode this week either but we will be back next week with a new 90s episode so yeah but honestly, yeah, I definitely feel like I just was experiencing a little bit of burnout and I just didn't feel like podcasting or recording or even talking about anything because there's just been a lot going on, not only in my life, but just in the world. So many mass shootings. There's been, I believe, more than 100 this year. And it's just really sad. It's just like, it's just it's just really a scary place to live in America in this world period it's just very scary but yeah so obviously you know as you all know those things are happening crazy things like that every day you know we're hearing about and it's just a lot it could be really emotionally draining to constantly have to hear about these things and the fact that it just continues to happen it's just like man definitely makes you want to consider never leaving your house but I mean that's not healthy and (laughs) you do have to leave your house so that wouldn't work but I'm just saying you know these different things it just like makes you feel like you really are living on hell hell on earth makes you feel like you really living in hell like what the fuck can we get a fucking break please and thank you it's one thing after another gas prices are crazy everything is just too much right now So, hell yeah, I was having a little burnout, you know what I'm saying? But I'm getting back to it. Um, As as always, I was able to get Nicki Minaj Corner out because that's just, you know, as I always say, those come so easy to me because I really just be talking about anything, the most random things, whatever comes to mind. And there's just so much to say when it comes to the Nicki Minaj. And I will be putting out a Nicki Minaj corner. 
don't know if this week, but probably next week, she did have a special announcement today, which I was not expecting. I was just wasn't expecting to hear from her because we haven't been hearing from her. So when I heard that announcement, I was just like, what? But anyways, I'll talk about it on the bonus episode. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah. A lot of shit just been going on and it just be very, very much draining. And then when you add your personal shit, it's just like, whew, a lot. Okay. I know my people can understand me when I say this. Life can be a lot. Life really be life and, you know, a lot of the times. Anywho, though. I did want to make sure to send out my condolences to all the people who have been affected by these senseless killings and mass shootings and just all the crazy things that people be doing because they have a gun and they feel like they could just take a person's life. Like, just, you know, for no reason. I just really want to send my love and condolences out to people Everyone who has been affected and who has lost someone because that is one of the most terrible things to have to experience, one of the things that I fear the most. So I just, you know, really wanted to take the time to say that. And God bless us all. I don't really know, you know, what else to say but that. So if you pray, you know, stay prayed up. If you don't, do, you know, do what you do. But for real, definitely send out my love and prayers to everyone. And, you know, just, yeah. Anyways, so I did say that I was going to give you all a little bit info on my personal life and what's been going on with me. Nothing much. Um... (laughs) As far as, like, dating, I did go on a date. I guess I could tell you all about that. And I've been dealing with some health issues as far as my thyroid. Um, I have hypothyroidism, and that's something that I'm still figuring out and still, you know, figuring out how to deal with which it does, it does cause, you know, a lot of different things like fatigue and it can lead to heart problems, eye problems a lot because it's just too much hormone or not enough hormone or of the thyroid hormone in your body. Um, I'm still learning about it. If you've never heard of it, you know, please do Google it and educate yourself because a lot of people are affected by this and they don't even, you know, you know, don't even know, um, or they, you know, find out like myself and they, you know, don't really understand it. So please, you know, the doctor is like, I dread going to the doctor, but it's necessary. We have to go. Like if we want to, you know, live long lives and do what we can to to ensure that that happens we'd have to take care of ourselves we have to take care of our body 
so many of us are, have deficiencies, you know, vitamin D deficiencies, and, and because we're not getting the right amount of nutrients every day, or we're eating out a lot in fast food, you know what I'm saying, because we live the fast life, or we didn't have time to cook, you know, there's just so many different things that we don't even understand or even think about, because we just, you know, live our life the way that generations before us have, you know, just lived their life, and that's what what we know, but we have to go to the doctor and check on ourselves. Like we, we have to, and trust me, I don't like it. I dread it, but finding out that I have, you know, this, I don't even know what to call it, disorder, disease, whatever. Um, I have to take care of myself. And, you know, I'm 31. Who else going to do it? Like, I have to, I have to do it. So it's very hard to deal with, but, you know, we have to, we have to, especially, you know, if you got kids and people, you know, they want to see you as long as they can possibly see you in, in the flesh and blood. So, yeah. So I've been dealing with that and it's been, it's been difficult. It really has been, but I am going through the motions and I haven't really talked about this. So I'm surprised that I'm talking about it because I really didn't plan on talking about it, but here I am talking about it. So I guess it was meant to be whatever. There you all have that. Now, you know, um, what else? I just moved. We just moved into a new house. So that's what I also been doing. I've been taking up my time. Um, so we're, my room is all pretty much together. I still have some things that I have to sort out and I need to get my TV mounted on my wall right now. It's on the floor, but for the most part, yeah, my room, my situation is together and I'm loving the new place so far. We, we are loving it and enjoying it so far. So amen to that. Um, what else? Nothing really, man. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm really, I've, I'm, I know I've said like in the past, oh, I want to, you know, get out there and meet new people, but I don't know. I, I'm not really so much, I don't really care for that too much anymore. I mean, I'm just, I've just been in this place where it's like, I only really care for things that happen naturally. I'm not trying to force anything or like trying to harp on certain situations as much as I have in the past, you know, letting pe- allowing people to just do what they do and not really taking it to the heart as much and really like not taking things personal and it's hard though because certain sometimes it's like, man, maybe I should take this personal because it's affecting me. But at I've just learned that if you're not gonna tell this person or communicate whatever it is that's bothering you, then it's like, well, you can't blame that person for not knowing what's going on with you or how they may be unintentionally making you feel if you're not even willing to communicate that with them and let them know and that's how I really 
deal with situations like that, I tell myself, okay, well, am I going to have this conversation with them and let them know that they hurt my feelings? If I ain't going to tell them, then I'll be able to really sit there and hold it against them. Yes, sometimes it's like, well, they should know. But we can't we can't always expect people to just know things. We can't expect people to read our minds, to already know how we feel about things and how we want them to, how much we want them to be in our lives, how often we want to talk to them. It's like we can't expect people to already just know that. It's like you can initiate things and then hopefully they will catch on and start initiating things more often because they're seeing that you're doing it. You could try that. I mean, if it don't work, then, you know, move accordingly, whatever feels right. But at the end of the day, I just want to do what feels right and comes natural to me. Not putting pressure on anything or anybody because why? For what? At the end of the day, for what? It's like, I just I just don't have the time and energy. I just really don't. I don't have the energy for it. So I just really do a lot of self-reflection and talking things through with myself because I think it's very important to talk things through with yourself. And you have to be honest with yourself about everything because we tend to tell ourselves things to make ourselves feel better to convince ourselves that we made the right decision or may, maybe we feel like we made the wrong decision where we're trying to convince ourselves that we didn't whatever the case may be we do tend to do that so I always keep that in mind and think you know am I being honest with myself about the situation so I've been doing a lot of a lot of self-reflecting and things like that and just, you know, learning and growing and just figuring out like what really what means the most to me, what's most important to me when it comes to how I want to be treated, how I, I want to make sure that I treat others and all that good stuff. So. As far as dating goes, I did go on a date. So every now and again, I do, if I get bored enough, I will check out like a dating app. So Facebook, I be on Facebook, not a lot, but I, I, I still have the app on my phone and I be popping in and out on there. I don't really post anything, but they do have Facebook dating. So I activated my account, you know, and I was hearting stuff and swiping left, swiping right and matching with people. And if they, you know, wrote me, I would respond. And this one dude, we were having a conversation and the conversation was going cool. You know, it was like, hmm. So I gave him my number. And we, you know, was talking, we like very quickly was on FaceTime 
you know, and I'm not really like a FaceTime person, like, because I just feel like I just be doing a lot, like my, my mind be going and I be doing, I be trying to do this, I be trying to do that, or I just be watching TV or, you know, trying to watch my show. So it just be like, I don't really just want to be sitting on FaceTime, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, but I was over to it because I'm telling myself, I'm putting myself back out there. I'm going on this app. I'm putting myself out there to see what's out there. So I have to actually, you know, put in the effort and see where things could go. Where where could this lead me if I, you know, compromise on certain things that I just don't like to do? So, yeah, I'm not really a FaceTime person. The only person I really be on FaceTime with is my sister. And most of the time pretty much all the time she initiates the FaceTime call but you know that's my sister and I like talking to her I like seeing her and I like communicating with her in that way but anybody else is just like uh why we gotta FaceTime <laughs> it's just that's just me you know what I'm saying it's nothing personal but so yeah we were FaceTiming and I was open to it and, you know, but it was like he would be at work and it's like you just it's like he wanted to just sit on FaceTime while while he was at work. And I'm just supposed to stare at him or talk to him or whatever, which is cool. But it's just like I'm not trying to do that for hours every single day. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much it got to that point where I had to communicate that to him. But before that even happened, we did end up going on a date. And the date was super fun. Like, I really enjoyed myself. He he was a handsome person. He was dressed nicely. We, we went to eat. And then we smoked. And then we went to bowl. We went bowling. You know what I'm saying? Perfect, cool, chill little date. It went really well. Like, two thumbs up, my guy. <laughs> like, it was really fun. So... I was open to going on a date with him again, but he wanted to go on a date like the next weekend. So I ended up giving him a rain check because, because I had plans. I, what did, why did I, I think I just, honestly, I didn't really feel like it going on another date. I mean, I wanted to go on a date. I just didn't want to go on that weekend. So I was like, let's do it next weekend because that weekend I was supposed to have my grandma and, you know, I had to deal with family stuff. So I told him next weekend. And I feel like when you first start dating or just seeing somebody, putting in a rain check one time is not that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that that should be a deal breaker or you should be feeling like that person is playing games, especially if they communicated to you in like a good amount of time. It's not like at the last minute, you know what I'm saying? So they consider it of you and your time, you know, like I feel like you should be able to respect that, you know? So I didn't think it would be an issue. I mean, he didn't say, he didn't make me feel like it was an issue. He, he seemed like he was cool with it or whatever. So that happened and I think he ended up like coming he ended up 
coming over. So I had made him a plate because he he worked nights or whatever, and I had made him a plate. And I, you know, this was surprising to me because my whole thing with that is like I'm not letting nobody know where I stay if I don't really know them or if I don't really plan on, you know, seeing them anymore. So that the fact that I I let him know where I stay and I let him pull up. It was just like something new for me, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like, you know, again, I'm putting myself out there. I'm get putting in a little effort, you know what I'm saying? I made a plate, you know what I'm saying? It was good. And also, I braided this nigga's hair because he wanted to take it out. And I'm just thinking... Why did you take it out of your hair? Like, it don't look that bad. And I'm like, and then when he took his hair out, it was like, like short, like not even, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that. And I had on nails, but I feel bad for him. Cause I'm like, man, I don't want you to walk around like that with your hair looking like that. So let me see what I can do. Let me see if what I can make happen. So I braided his hair. I did the best that I could with them nails on. And I'm going to be honest. Like, that shit was ugly. Like, it was like, (laughs) I'm like, man, you could take that out right now if you want to. Like, it was, like, bad. Like, it was decent, I guess. But, like, nah. I was, was like, I'm not going to even lie to you. This ain't my best work. Like, I wouldn't be mad if you took this shit out right when you got home. Like, I would understand. <laughs> but he like, nah, nah, this this cool, this cool or whatever. So that happened. He left or whatever. We smoked and then he left. And then um, I think, oh, so he like, I think he was like blowing me up because at that point, I'm just like, okay, I done went on a date with you. I've been on FaceTime with you, talking to you on the phone, like, damn near every day. You, I just let you come over. It's just like, I just need a little space, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's just, like, too much too soon, you know what I'm saying? So I had to communicate that to him in the nicest way possible, but I just had to be really honest because I, I'm like, we not... I barely know you, like, I know we getting to know each other, but don't think just because we went on a date that you my man now, and I'm just supposed to talk to you all the fucking time, like, no, like, relax, you know what I'm saying, like, how am I going to be able to really miss you if we always on the phone, like, I just, like, let's just slow it down a little bit, so I communicated that to him, he acted like it was cool, he was fine with it, cool moving along we texting I'm still communicating with him but I'm just like I'm like just allow me to at least initiate the conversation you don't even allow me to do that so I was texting him I would text him first or whatever um I think we even was on FaceTime a couple times but I just was like you know I'm cut it short, like, we not finna be on here all night, you know what I'm saying, so it was like, it's not like we just stopped talking or whatever after I told him that, we still was talking, I just was like, we just ease up on it a little bit, 
So date night comes. Um, I think before before that weekend we had spoke on that Thursday and he just kinda he just stopped responding. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm not tripping because I'm the last person to trip on stop responding because I'm one stop responding ass motherfucker. So I'm not, you know, going to take that personal. So I text him on Saturday and he let me know he was at the barbershop. He t- we text back and forth a couple times and then he stops. And then he, what I noticed was he would stop responding, but still be looking at my IG story. So he had stopped responding, but then I seen he looked at my IG story. So I text him like, what's up? Like, why you stop responding? But you all on my IG story, LOL. And he just was like, oh, I got sidetracked or whatever. I was doing something. I don't know. Something he said. And I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not tripping about it. So I just continue on with the conversation. And he responds a couple times. And then I asked him, you know, because we were supposed to be go to the drive-in that night. And the movie started at like 7.45. So it's like 5, 6. Um, so I'm like, so, you know, what time we meeting up? Like, what's, what's up? What's going on? And tell me why this nigga never responded. Didn't say anything. Seven o'clock comes, nothing. Seven thirty comes, nothing. Silence. Seven forty-five comes, nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, um, okay, what the fuck? Whatever. I honestly didn't feel like going because I think that day we had been out, like looking at houses, and I had a headache so but I was like I wasn't gonna um postpone on him I was still gonna you know I was gonna thug it out and I was looking forward to just to going to the drive-in what movie was we about to see actually because I was looking forward to seeing the movie too but um but yeah so he stood me the fuck up and I just was laughing like what the fuck like you the one that was like pushing for us to go on a second date so what the hell happened like I was just really confused so the next day tell me why he was looking at my IG story and I'm like what the fuck this guy's weird like I I kind of was feeling like he was weird and if you listening to this because another thing that he did was he subscribed to my podcast and I'm like, oh, you didn't even have to do all that. But he's like, no, I want to I want to support you. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to make you my woman and I want to support you. Whatever. So I'm just like, OK, so if he ever so if he do hear this, then, you know, you know, you weird as fuck for this shit. So I'm going to just carry on with my story and whatever. So anywho. Yeah, I seen that he was looking at my IG story. So I'm like, oh, okay, I got something for you. Blocked. Blocked him. Blocked that nigga off my page. Now you ain't seeing shit. You ain't seeing me in person. And you ain't seeing me on IG. Unless you make a, a damn fake page or something. Then, you know, ain't nothing I can do about it. 
but enjoy what you see, nigga. So, yeah. These niggas really weird out here, and they really got the audacity to be on some bullshit. Like, they really, you know, I think he was looking for a roommate, actually. That's what I, I'm just going to chunk it up to. He knew that I wasn't going to be um, an easy target. So he was just like, you know what? I got to go on. We'll go. Let me go back in to the drawing board and find a different victim. I think that's what happened because anything else don't make any sense. I was talking to somebody about it and they told me that he probably was broke and didn't know how to tell me or didn't know how to deal with it. So he just, that's why he stood me up. And I'm like, you could just communicate that. Like, you could just communicate, you know, my funds. And, you know, it's almost the first of the month because it it was like the 29th. So it was very much close to being the first of the month. So I would have understood. I mean, we're all adults. We've all been there. Like, it's not that big of a deal if you need to do something or don't, if you need to, you know, postpone or if we need to do something else. But it's like the drive-in is not expensive. It's like, maybe five to eight dollars a person so I just you know what I'm saying even that I couldn't pay for myself like it was just what really wouldn't be that serious to come down to that but if you niggas is really out there doing that I'm uh I'm gonna pray for y'all I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for y'all so but yeah like that really happened so that is how my dating life has been going so far in 2022. I just deactivated my Facebook dating account and I'm just like, yeah, I've had enough of that for the next couple of months. Who knows? Maybe later this year I might feel like trying again. We'll see. I don't know. But honestly, I think I really just enjoy being single because I just deserve to do what the fuck I want, you know, without any of the bullshit. I just cannot, I refuse to deal with any bullshit. I do, I just refuse to deal with anybody's son that be on games. And it's like nine times out of 10, he's on games. He's playing like he don't know what the fuck he really want to do. He want to rush you into something serious really quickly. Like, he has narcissistic ways. Like, it's just like, it just be too much for me. So, I am very content with being single. It does obviously get lonely at times. But for the most part, I enjoy being alone. So, it is what it is. But like I said, I ain't giving up on love or anything like that. But... I'm just cool off it because, man, I'm like, that nigga really just, just stood me up. Like, that shit was crazy. It was funny, though, because it was just, it was just weird. Like, why are you still looking at my IG story? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Whew. Yeah, so I probably won't be telling y'all shit else about my personal life, so I hope y'all enjoyed that segment because it's not going to happen again for a long while, okay? All right, so I also wanted to take the time just to talk about Grey's Anatomy because they just had their 400th episode, and I just feel like that is so 
that's just really special to me. And I think to a lot of the Grey's Anatomy watchers, viewers, and supporters, lovers, I feel like that's that's just crazy. And to know that they are going to have another season, it's just like, oh my gosh. Grey's Anatomy is just a show that is near and dear to my heart and my soul, okay? I love that show. A lot of people are like, what? Why do people like that? It's just so boring, but fine, whatever. I don't care. You could feel that way. It's cool. But to me, it's everything. But with this last season, I do feel like I've had a love-hate relationship with season 18. Um, so during season 17, I also think that that one was kind of up and down for me. Uh, the show did depict the pandemic and how it affected everyone at the hospital and life in general. And Meredith was in a coma a great deal of the season. And I just was so, I just was almost convinced that they were going to try to kill Meredith off. And I think I did express that, some of my frustration about that on the podcast around that time. So it was just like, like y'all can't have Meredith survive everything she survived up until that point, only to let COVID-19's bitch ass take her out. Like I just, I just was not having it. And I just felt like that's what they were trying to do. But thankfully, Meredith did survive and wake up from her, her coma. And she ended up getting an opportunity to go to Minnesota to do some groundbreaking work on curing Parkinson's disease alongside Amelia. She ends up reconnecting with Dr. Marsh, who is one of was her patient in the past and was like a potential love interest that got away some seasons ago. I can't remember what season it was. But they end up together and falling in love in season 18. So that was something that um, I did enjoy seeing. I did enjoy seeing Meredith's soft side and her being able to find someone to fall in love again because there's been a couple people that I feel like she, you know, did attempt or did try to have something with, but it just didn't go well. So it was happy. I was happy to see find that person this season so they do they do end up falling in love and, and she does tell him that she loves him Amelia also meets someone this in season 18 she meets a high scientist doctor who is non-binary and she also breaks Link's heart but that does open the door for Link and Joe to explore a relationship beyond just being best friends so far all they have done is have sex, but I'm not sure if they will do that again or make it official and commit to one another. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at Joe and Link ending up together or them just staying best friends, but I kind of do kind of want them to be together. I don't know. I don't know yet. So Maggie and her man show that they um, are just not some cute, perfect couple this season. So we do get to meet his brother, and he turns out to be a fine-ass con artist, which shows Maggie a side of her husband that kind of scares her. By the way, I love Maggie's hairstyle this season. She just had these kind of like, not really micro braids, but they're really small type of braids or twists, and it was just really 
Really, really cute. So for the 400th episode, Meredith takes on this almost impossible surgery that Dr. Weber disagreed on. He did tell her that he didn't want her to do it, but she did it anyways in, in Meredith's fashion. So one of the things that I, I kind of was not ex- expecting, but I was surprised to see was Jackson and Kat and Kepner and their daughter Harriet made an appearance on this episode. So I was not expecting that, but also since Catherine's cancer came back, I figured Jackson would come back out or come back for um come back for, you know, an appearance at some point, but I just wasn't expecting it to be Kepner too. So come to find out that they are back together and I was just I just was surprised by that. But we we know that April and Jackson were always supposed to be in game because they've they've been through so much and they have this beautiful family that they, you know, fought for and, you know, went through just so much to get. So it was a great way to celebrate the 400 episode, being able to see that 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 is, you know, that came to fruition and they they have a happy. um, Happy marriage our relationship. So throughout the whole episode, Meredith is having so many flashbacks um, as she's doing the surgery that she, you know, wasn't supposed to do. She does end up losing the patient and she's reminded exactly how far she has come. Like the flashbacks like really cut deep throughout the whole episode. So the different life lessons she has learned from her mother, her friends like Christina and Dr. Weber, um, those are some of the flashbacks. And I think it was just really genius how perfectly the flashbacks were placed at the most relevant moments um, of the episode. Uh, so the, the hospital does end up losing their residency accredit- accreditation and Meredith has to turn things around because they find out that Meredith is, considering or not even considering she made a decision to leave Grace Sloan and it's like she just you know completed this crazy amazing pivotal groundbreaking thing with Parkinson's and it's like we they needed her to stay at the hospital so to find out that she was leaving it was just like well yeah this this is not going to work so they ended up taking the accreditation away and Bailey quits as chief chief of surgery because she's like, I got to put my health first. This is too much. Um, I guess I, I do respect and completely understand why she chose to do that because she really put her career first and she was just so determined to be the first woman chief of surgery. She was able to conquer that and she did the best she could. But at the end of the day, there were a lot of things out of her control and there was people making decisions that first heard them have to make the most difficult judgment calls. So it always came down to does she put the people who are like family over the well-being of the hospital? And she really, you know, chose the hospital uh, most times. She did with with Alice Karev when he, I think, was he beat up DeLuca? Yeah, he beat up DeLuca. And... And then he did it with um, Hunt because 
he was assisting it was doing doctor assisted suicide for patients and it was you know against the law or breaking the law so so yeah i i completely understand why bailey decided to to quit it was just too much she's and she's gone through so many different things and has always put her career first so that for me was very interesting and i was not expecting that so the role of chief of surgery is dropped into Meredith's hands and now she is forced to stay in Seattle. So now she has to put her new life with Dr. Marsh in Minnesota on the back burner. I didn't see the season ended on this note, but I am intrigued and cannot wait to see where they take us in season 19. Um, I didn't agree with Dr. Bailey saying that Greg, um, that Meredith broke She's because she said you broke it, you buy it as she gave the keys to the chief's office to her. I thought that was just kind of unfair to put everything on her. But yes, it, I guess it was the deciding factor when they figured out that Meredith was leaving. Because it's like if she's leaving, then yeah, what is this hospital even really worth? So. She also I, I also really enjoyed and loved the fact that. They placed the flashback of Christina telling Meredith he is not the son you are. They placed it right before Dr. Marsh walked into the door. And that was just, it was just perfect. Perfect placement for that flashback because that's one of my favorite scenes. Um, and it just speaks to how, how important Christina and Meredith's relationship was. And seeing Christina leave, oh my gosh, it just really sucked. But um, I loved how they placed that scene there or that flashback there. And she ends up, I guess, like basically breaking up with Dr. Marsh. But then she realizes as, a, as she's, you know, still having these flashbacks, she realizes that that was a mistake. So she calls after him. So we'll see in the next season if they stay together or if he just leaves and never turns, you know, never looks back. And that's one of the things that I can't stand sometimes. It's like when people break up and they like really break up and it's like six months has passed. It's like, y'all ain't trying to hit each other up that whole time. Like, that's just not, it's just not realistic. So we'll see what happens in season 19. We'll see if we are going to be seeing a lot more of Jackson and um, Kepner because, you know, Jackson, he is head of the Fox Foundation and he has to also play it, do his part to, you know, save the hospital. So it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to be in the show, you know, or make more appearances next season. I'm just really excited to see where it goes. But I just felt very inspired watching this episode because I just really love this show. So. I just wanted to, you know, do this for myself and for my Grey's Anatomy fans out there. Um, yeah, I'll I'll stop on that note. I did also want to mention that I have been watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians on Hulu. I've really been enjoying it. I've, I'm not saying it to say, like, I'm surprised, but I just wanted to speak on it because I think their show is really interesting and people be acting like oh they don't got shit to talk about they don't be doing shit and it's like they don't but then at the same time 
there do be very interesting, you know, different things addressed on the show as far as like Kim and her journey with doing the baby bar exam and in the the last episode that I watched, um, was it the last one? I think it was the last one. They show her getting her results and her passing the baby bar. And I like, I, I just, you know, admire that because I think she's, people be like, oh, what does, what does Kim do? What does Kim do? But she's like really using her privilege, her access to help these different people, you know, who've been wrongfully convicted. Like she don't have to do anything like that. And I just feel like she just really genuinely cares and wants to do her part. And I feel like that's a good thing. Like, how can you be mad at that? Like, how can you say anything negative about that? You know, so there's really different things that happen like that in the show that I feel like it makes good TV like their show is just really interesting and also I don't really like this narrative that they're trying to paint Kanye out to be this negative person I think that's people who just see clips or hear or read up something they're not actually watching the episodes so throughout the episodes Kim she's very respectful of Kanye. She she talks about Kanye about about how how he first of all she talks about how she doesn't she's had to figure out who she is without Kanye being in her life. She didn't have to admit to that. She didn't have to be honest about that. But she's being honest about the fact that he helped her a lot with making decisions as far as what she should wear, how her look should be and how she's been struggling or has struggled with finding out who she is without having Kanye there to have, you know, give his input. She's, you know, admit, admitted to that. And I feel like she stopped, she speaks about him in a very respectful way. And so I don't really agree with the narrative that he's being painted out to be some bad person. Because he's not, He he really isn't. I mean, it hasn't really gotten to that point, I think, in the show just yet where the drama happens. I think in the next episode, um, I think in the next episode is going to start getting into a little bit more detail as far as when all that stuff was happening. When Kanye was, you know, saying different things about Kim and starts, you know, talking about Pete. I think we're going to start getting into those episodes and then you know, maybe or maybe not my, my opinion on this might change, but as of right now, I don't feel like they've disrespected Kanye. I think she's been very, very respectful and just giving her point of view on things. And she still, you know, speaks highly of him as a father. And you, we are, you know, seeing different things. Like we saw the, the fire truck scene when he takes the school, the kids to school in the fire truck. And, you know, just there, she's just been showcasing healthy parenting. So 
for people to be like, oh, she paid him, she's paying him out to be a bad person on the show. It's just, it's not true. Like, you got to actually watch it. And if you don't care to actually watch it, then why do you care to, to comment on it? You know what I mean? Like, don't comment on something if you're not going to actually, you know, look and actually watch the show to see exactly what's going on. But yeah, I really like it. I like, um, I think, I, I don't know, I really like Kim, honestly. Like, I think she's so beautiful. And I just like the way she carries herself. And just, I think she's just a real boss-ass bitch. And I respect it. Like, I really do. I feel like people have, people find it cool to, like, not like certain people or, like, they feel like once something happens, they can forever just talk shit about people. Like, Chloe, for example, people really don't like Chloe for whatever reason. Um, maybe it's the rumors from back in the day, the things that she's done, the probably really childish, um, not good judgment things that she has done or said in the past. But, you know, that just speaks to not allowing people to to grow, not allowing people to make mistakes because it's like, what what has she actually done? You know what I'm saying? And people could be like, oh, what she did to Jordan Woods was so terrible. But it's like, what did she do? I mean, besides the fact that she put most of the blame on Jordan, I mean, people, I think people have that opinion. But just because she doesn't vocalize or doesn't always vocalize how she's, I don't know, disciplined, I guess, Tristan or, you know, I think, you know, in the show, though, they did show a little bit of that, the aftermath of that situation and how she was dealing with Tristan. But just because she chooses to have a, a, a good relationship with him for her daughter or for herself, you know, that's her business. Like, I do not care about that. Like, I really don't. If she wants to continue to deal with that dude and have him in their life, I mean, regardless if they're together or not, I'm pretty sure she wants, you know, her daughter's father to be around. So that's up to her. But other than that, I don't really, I don't really get the the Khloe Kardashian hate. I think she's probably... She's one of my favorites. I like her personality. Like, I, I really do. Um, so, I don't know. I fuck with their show. I think it's really, it's really fun and interesting. And there was also this episode of them, of Chris and Kylie going to the grocery store because they don't get to do that anymore. They don't really do things like that. They also went into the car wash just doing a little simple shit and it's just like wow this is this is this is on tv like this is you know in their episode so it is i think interesting to see those little simple things those little simple scenes every now and again they're like i guess you could say they're like episode fillers but they're really just you know a part of their show part of their life like they are not normal people they don't I mean, they're normal people, but they don't live normal lives like the average person. So they have, you know, people doing things for them, people to wash their cars or take their cars to the car wash and go grocery start shopping for them. Or they just, you know, because of the paparazzi or whatever, 
they just have grown accustomed to getting delivery. So just seeing them do little things like going grocery shopping and how excited they get for doing that is just interesting because it just speaks to, you know, how different our lives are and just like what having all this money could really do and how it could really change your life. But I don't, I try not to get, you know, upset with people who, you know, have, who are rich. And I feel like people really be upset with people or hate on people because they have all this money and you might feel like they don't deserve it and you deserve it more. But it's like, you can't, you know, that's not a way to really think and live your life. So I try not to do that. And I just look at it as, it, as entertainment. It's good TV. It's interesting. And I'm tuned the fuck in because the next episode, we going to be introduced to Kim and Pete's relationship. So I'm, I'm tuned in. I don't care what y'all say. All right, y'all. Well, I have spoken through my stuff knows long enough. It's starting to get worse. So I'm just going to end it off on that note. I did want to just put something out, something just to catch y'all up on what's been going on with me personally, just to put it into perspective why there hasn't been an episode. So we will be getting back to it next week with the 90 series. And yeah, I hope you all have a good rest of your week. And again, I don't know, I might put out a bonus episode. I haven't decided yet who knows if the mood strikes you know you know how it goes you know you know how I do anywho love peace and hair grease smooches